Good morning. Our parable of focus is found in Matthew 13, 24 to 30, which reads, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tears also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tears? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tears, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers first, Gather together the tears and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. This is the word of the Lord. Many today may be asking the question of why is there evil in the world? While we may have answers from different vantage points, we often look to the Bible to try answer this question. The Bible does not say why evil exists, but it offers some solace that one day it will be vanquished. We have all suffered from the effects of evil. Whether it's from the loss of personal possessions or loved ones, or we have been exploited, oppressed, and victimized, or in a general sense, where the cycle of abuse continues generationally. What is more difficult to contend with is the reality of persons giving over themselves to the practice of evil. Our culture today is riddled with such persons, and their intent is to cause destruction and havoc. Our children are suffering, families are suffering, wives, husbands, and the vulnerable. We do not have to look at wars to get the picture of what evil is. Because evil and its intent is at our very doorsteps. Evil masquerades covertly and overtly and is present in various forms, even religion. There are persons with evil intentions disguised as freedom, but it is a push to act in brutish ways. And critically examining these intentions, one will see them for what they are. People acting out their deepest immoral and wicked desires. We may wonder... Why do we have to share the same space with those who are bent on doing evil? Why can't the Lord remove the rapists, the killers, the human traffickers, the murderers, the liars, the molesters, the gossipers, and the thieves from our communities? Why does the good have to contend with the wicked or evil? And why does the good have to suffer? Our parable of focus is trying to deal with this matter while showing the end result of those who have given themselves over to evil for which I believe is very applicable to our time today. The overarching point is that God has the final say on the matter. The parable goes like this. A man sowed seed in his field, but while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares or weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the seed sprouted and bore grain, the weeds also appear. The man's servants asked, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? The man said, An enemy has done this. His servants offered to go and pluck them out of the field, but the man said, No, lest in gathering the weeds you also root up the wheat. But let them grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers to gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barns. Later, Jesus gave the interpretation to his disciples in verses 37 to 43. 
He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tears are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tears are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. And he who has ears to hear, let him hear. The parable is making the point that God allows both the good and the bad to flourish in the world and in the kingdom of heaven. We cannot know who is which until the time of the harvest and judgment where one's fruit is seen and God has the final say. A noteworthy point is that because both look similar and more so a subtle network of roots would have been developed to remove one would hurt the other. Christ sows the righteous and the devil sows the wicked. When men may question why the weeds are mixed in with the wheat, it is God alone who can judge correctly, so we should leave all judgment to God. Importantly, a day of harvest and of judgment is coming. On this day, the Lord will judge the good and the evildoers. He will separate the wheat from the weeds. The wheat will go to his barn, while the weeds to the fire to be burned. What are the lessons we can learn from this parable? 1. Christ sows good seeds in his field. Christ owns the field because he created it and he still tends to it. Christ is actively involved with the cultivating process. Christ is still working in the church and the world. He is vitally interested in the seeds he planted. This means that Jesus is interested and concerned about people. The song says, When he was on the cross, you and I were on his mind. Now he is making intercession for us while seated at the right hand side of the Father. Matthew 20 verse 28 says, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Luke 19 verse 10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. 2. The enemy or the devil also sows seeds. One person said, The devil is working triple overtime because he knows his end is coming soon. What we see in the world today is a glimpse of the reality that evil has been unleashed and is now brazen. The devil is busy sowing seeds, seeds of wickedness, unrighteousness, evil, and we are all affected by it. Interestingly, the devil sowed the seed and went away. We know the devil is masquerading like an angel of light, so he plants evil and wickedness and disowns it. He wants people to believe God produces evil and not him so that people will turn away from God and lose their faith. The parable is reminding us that we should be aware of the devil's devices. 3. The devil planted the seeds when the man's servants were sleeping. This is a wake-up call. Those who are washed by the blood of Jesus, filled and led by the Holy Spirit, and who profess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, cannot sit idly by when so much is at stake. Our families, children, youths, churches, and country depend on us, and we being watchful and alert. 
The walls have been broken down. Our gates are burned with fire. Our morals, standards, and values are going to dregs because we have allowed too many things to fly by night while we are asleep. Where are the prayer warriors and the watchmen? Wake up, O Christian. It is time to be awake. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And for a day of harvest and judgment is coming. This is a day the Lord set aside when he will separate the wheat from the weeds, the sheep from the goods, and the righteous from the unrighteous. On this day, God will punish sin and the evil door. God's judgment is sure, near, swift, and final. God is not sleeping and God is not idle. God is not mocked. What a man sows, that will he also reap. This is true not just for individuals but also for nations. Those who practice sin and evil will surely be judged by God. None will be exempt. Though it seems like no one is looking or stops you, does not mean that your malevolent actions are right or that you got away with it. There is a reckoning and God will hold you accountable. God sees and God knows and God acts in response to man's injustice and inhumanity towards man. The psalmist captures the matter of good and evil this way. He says, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall be soon cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Psalm 37 verses 1 to 2.